All right. Hello, this is Anna Poirier from Yoga Body Nutrition, and I'm here today with a super special guest, Willow, who I'm going to be supporting and gaining some deeper insights and awarenesses and tangible tools around her life path and her higher calling. And we'll be using her astrological birth chart. So welcome, Willow. Great to have you. Thank you. Happy to be here. <laughs> awesome. Um, so what I'd love for you to just start with, Willow, is just a little bit, um, just share a little bit about who you are and what you do. I am a sexologist and an endocrinologist, and I um, come from the view of Chinese medicine and functional medicine. And I um, help mostly women, but also men, um, reclaim their relationship to their sexuality and um, balance their hormones. Awesome. And you know, I'm a fan of your work already. So <laughs> just super great to uh, have you here in this way today. Um, and my other question for you is, do you have any specific questions or areas, challenges that you're looking to seek some clarity on? Well, right now, this year, I'm doing a few big projects, getting a doctorate, writing a book, and rebranding. Um, and so kind of with the rebranding going more toward, uh, you know, my, my brand has been a little bit more like yoga studio, wellness, really sort of. Um, it, it's been attracting sort of the older crowd. I think that I have a sort of a really um, uh, like, um, you know, user friendly, not too over the top kind of vibe, which is good. I'm, I want to keep that. But also I want to bring in more edginess, more sexy vibe, more like I'm actually here to help you transform your relationship to your body and how and, and increase your capacity for um, sensual and sexual pleasure in all of your life, not just in your relationships, but, you know, in your, in all of your life so that everything that you're doing, you're really enjoying to maximum capacity and being more present with it as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess my sort of thing is, maybe around the rebrand and how to, I just got um, a boudoir photo shoot. I just got the photos back last night. And so I'm looking at all these photos and I'm like, Oh, these are great. I can use these for um, promotions and you know, this and that. And then my partner was like, Oh, those are, you don't, you're going for a doctor. You don't want to be like, you know, a slutty doctor. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> just maybe like a little bit around, you know, the image of it and how to yeah. maintain like authenticity and integrity. Because while I do really want to build my following and I know that showing pictures of your ass really does that for people, it's not, that's not the point. You know, the point is to um, show people that it's possible to go from where I was to where I am but not to scare them away or make them feel like, you know, they can never attain that. So is that enough? <laughs> no, that's great. That's super helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and yeah, and hopefully this will, this will both like maybe present you with some confirmation of like nudges you've been getting. And at the same time, um, perhaps like illuminates, you know, just illuminate like more clarity to, to what the best tactic is here. Okay. 
So that said, um, we're going to, you know, I'm going to start kind of with like the three main planets or aspects, um, some of which you may already know. Um, And we'll start with your sun sign, which you have an Aquarius. And, you know, Aquarius, you probably... Um, you know, with, with this type of reading, how we look at the sun sign is like how you relate to yourself, how you see yourself and what you, um, when you read your horoscope or you read about Aquarius, you're like, oh yeah, that's, that's me. It resonates. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's not necessarily how other people see you and it, and it may not be what kind of like draws them in, I guess, um, Mm -hmm. initial, especially initially, Mm -hmm. um, how I kind of look at this more is this is your um, magic fairy dust. This is your magic fairy dust that you kind of sprinkle throughout everything that you do. Um, but again, it's not like what you lead with. And, um, and even to the point of like, it's not always what you give away. Like it's definitely what people will like pay you for, you know, like that, that's, that's what you, sort of bring more of once they're like in the door. Mm -hmm. Um, But Aquarius is that innovator. They're the rebel. They're unconventional. Um, There's also that humanitarian, generous nature of Aquarius. And, you know, and I would say there's a little bit of like a selflessness to Aquarius as well. Um, where they're kind of about the collective um, and they're compassionate. They're, they're definitely social and they're, they like their freedom, you know, within the, within the realm of like having that sociability, there's also like that desire uh, to have like, okay, I've got my freedom. I can be who I want. And, um, and this is, you know, this is who I am and I'm not really going to (laughs) apologize. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and I don't know if that is indeed like what you kind of resonate inside of yourself with more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Freedom. Yeah. I love freedom and I feel like I always want more of it. Um, and then, yeah, definitely have stepped into that sovereignty more of like, you know, this is my truth and there's not a lot of emotion attached to it. It just is what it is and I'm not going to apologize for it. Right. And being that Aquarius is an air sign, sometimes there isn't, it's like a little more in the intellectual realm than in the, like you said, like the emotion. I mean, I know you were meaning a little something different, but there mm-hmm. is that, um, more of the upper, like upper part rather than being connected to the heart, um, which isn't to say they're not, but, um, but what's really interesting because I know you and until I looked at your chart, um, I'm going to go into your rising sign, which is an Aries. Mm -hmm. And I, for the longest time, I would always think like Willow's and Aries, Willow's and Aries. <laughs> and this was again before I ran your chart before and I was like oh yeah no she's an Aquarius oh right uh-huh. like so interesting because how we look at your um, rising sign is this is this relates to your life path and to your soul mission and it's also how other people tend to see you mm-hmm. and and even like what they're 
I, I guess I guess I could use the word what they're drawn to, kind of what they want, what they want from you. Okay, let's put it that way. And and this is that leader, um, somebody who has big ideas, a pioneer of of thought. You know, so there is a little bit of similarity there with the Aquarius of like they're both kind of they have maybe like a bigger vision. Um, so your Aquarius probably really feeds into that. Um, Aries is direct. Aries is straightforward. It's fire. It's, you know, ambitious, um, definitely like very action oriented, um, and passionate, adventurous, courageous, independent, all, you know, um, and a bit unpredictable. There isn't like an unpredictability to, Aries and Aries because it's the first sign deals with the self and deals with that everything kind of self-related and you mentioned a little something when you were just um, talking about your your branding and, and looking at that or even just what you're how, how you're um, looking to like integrate the relationship with the body so it's I see that as like that self, that selfness, right? Like that, that relationship to self and, and what, what's present there. Um, and just like self identity and what, you know, what is that? Um, it's about new beginnings. There's an enthusiasm there and definitely, like I said, a fire. Um, so this again is, is like what is going to be more, um, kind of front and center for, for people who are seeing you, who are being drawn to you. Um, I'm going to go into your moon next. Um, but like what I'll do throughout this reading is just kind of weave that in and, and even ask you, like, if you feel like you've gotten that reflection from maybe those you work with or whoever, where you can see that they see you as like a big idea person, a, more of a leader, um, maybe a little more like ambitious and straightforward and direct. Any of that, any of what I just shared. Um, yeah. You know, it's funny. I, I feel like people, once they sort of have been working with me for a while for, I have no idea. That's a good question, but probably my sense is that they see me as more of, you know, maybe, maybe sort of the focalizer of a group or, or leading a group. I mean, I'll step up and lead the way if no one else will, but, um, you know, for my own groups and things, I'm super inclusive and like, Oh, that's a great thing that you get to teach so-and-so and and what do you have to offer? And, you know, or at least I try to be, so I I feel like it's more like that kind of mother hold it all rather than than like I'm the one like high priestess you know not yeah which is interesting because something I didn't mention so part of that's Aquarius right part of that is the Aquarius that your Aquarius that you have Um, and then part of that is also that you have a Virgo stellium you have four planets or aspects in Virgo which is a fair amount and even though Mm-hmm. It's only really going to show up in like one thing that we'll talk about today. Um, there's some ver- there like that is 
which makes sense to me again, too, like know, knowing you. Um, and Virgo is very much of like the producer, the executive producer, but they're not necessarily want to be like the solo star. Mm-hmm. Um, Aries is definitely a little bit more about that. And when we talk about your North Node, too, like there is a little bit of a challenge um, around that aspect, too. But um but anyway, I just thought I would mention the Virgo stellium because it's something that's that that's influencing you, and um, and even like if you were to look up more about Virgo or read, you know, a Virgo horoscope, you might find that you you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I I can relate, I can relate to that. It it resonates for you because of that, even though it doesn't show up in a lot of real prominent places. Mm-hmm. Um. But like I said, that's the, that's self-service. That's also the healer. Um, that's perfectionism, super hardworking, sometimes even overworking. Um, mm-hmm. These are just some of the aspects of more, we, we know, which is interesting. It's like they, there's also like a certain um, conventionality, <laughs> which is very counter to like that Aquarian energy, but, mm-hmm. um, and a non-emotive quality like you don't like a real Virgo archetype is not gonna like get really excited or like get really upset they're sort of like mm. a little less uh, emotive um, externally so that's just a little aside um I see that and I was also raised by a Virgo my mom right yeah and that's just gonna it that's probably just gonna um Make- so. Yeah, like magnify it or you kind of reflect off of each other and mm-hmm. all of that. But it's definitely in you mm-hmm. um, from an astrological standpoint. Um, so your moon, we'll go into your moon next and you have that in Aries again. So you've got the Aries in um, your rising and then you have your moon in Aries. And your moon is going to relate to your emotions. It relates to your motivation. And when we're looking at like higher calling, um, this is this it's really key because it's sort of like if you're not feeling um, emotionally connected and also that that Aries aspect isn't feeling taken care of that's where the there's going to be sort of like sticking points or feeling like you're stuck or feeling like you're unmotivated or fit you know like so so it's like we look at this part to kind of keep that that uh, flame fanned to a certain extent and this is Aries so it's even more like about that um but the interesting thing with a moon in Aries is this because so Aries being the first sign of the zodiac mm-hmm. um a lot of times people are like you know, so there is that newness and that new beginning and all of, you know, and they're like ready and they're associated with like the infant, but Aries isn't necessarily immature. Um, the way sometimes there's, uh, people will say that because behind them is Pisces, you know, they've, they're like Pisces went through the whole cycle and then Aries starts again. But in a lot of ways, it's like, Aries is carrying a little bit of that whole journey that Pisces is, is holding. And now they're like ready to start again. So there is this, this, 
um, certain amount of depth, I think even in maybe like we could say like a more evolved Aryan energy has that they're carrying a little bit of that inside of them, that Piscean wisdom, mysticism, whatever you want to call it. Um, so like specifically when you have a moon in Aries, um, it's actually like you're, you're a spiritual leader of sorts and very gifted at helping others see themselves for who they really are Mm -hmm. Um, and being a coach like this, this is literally like just some of those gifts of someone who, who has a um, moon in Aries. Mm -hmm. Um, So no surprise, just given like how that has reflected into your business, I think so Mm -hmm. far in your path. Mm -hmm. Um, if, so if we're looking at it from a emotional standpoint and how to care for this aspect, um, you know, it's, you can look at like, okay, well, how do I get, this is you asking yourself, how do I tend to get emotional? Like when I'm a little bit more like emotionally agitated or triggered or whatever, or, um, you know, how does that show up? Uh, I'm just going to throw out some things and then you can kind of say like, oh yeah, that, that is more of my tendencies, but it might be given that fire, it may be more fiery. Like you get frustrated, impatient, short fuse, um, maybe in like an outburst or like getting like overly blunt, you know, just like cutting it off. (laughs) All those things. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So one of the important things is that like regularly, so it's not just like, oh, I've reached this point where I'm feeling this way, but it's like a part of your regular routine is to have that um, idea in mind or that, that self-care, you know, self-care in place that's going to soothe this, the Aries. And, you know, some of the things that I look at here are, Um, making sure that the inner child feels taken care of, um, however that looks. Mm -hmm. And, and I think too, because Aries is so much about physicality that like being physical, uh, you know, being physical on a regular basis, which, you know, I think you're fairly good with. I don't, you know, I don't know that for sure, but that's just my sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but like moving and like literally getting like sort of processing in that way. Um, I look at it as play too, and just things that are, so it's like the movement, which is, is I think it's, it's moving that fire through you in a healthy way. And then also just thinking of like, how do I, how do I cool my jets? Right? Like how do I regularly like cool my jets? Um, and we can look too at the shadow, which is, I would look to Libra as Libra is the opposite of Aries. And that, and like a lot of times when we look at like the shadow aspect of a particular sign, we look to the opposite sign and it's like, okay, what does Libra bring to the mix? That's like finding beauty, finding balance and finding softness like literally bringing those types of energies on a daily basis into the mix. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Does that like sound, I don't know, 
helpful or <laughs> yeah yeah that's cool. that's cool to think of libra as my shadow to my moon finding beauty in the process i think i'm pretty good at that i mean i do a lot of qigong and a lot of meditation true yeah it's true puppy that i play with now he's very playful <laughs> totally yeah and i guess i guess you know you may like organically already have a lot of this in place um and i would just say like it's just awareness of like am i doing you know am mm -hmm. i doing this am i really soothing that for myself mm -hmm. on a regular basis and most likely the answer maybe yes and and then just seeing like one of those points when i get like frustrated or stuck or you know like mm -hmm. <laughs> super short fused whatever it is mm -hmm. um yeah so that's, that's the moon. Um, I'm going to go into Saturn next. Um, Saturn's pretty important um, in this life path work um, because Saturn is like the disciplinarian and Saturn wants to know that the plan is in action and that there are steps moving forward, that you're taking regular action towards the plan. Now you have a lot of Virgo going on, which, you know, Virgos are pretty good and steady about that. Um, and I think there's some other energy for you that supports that, you know, and Saturn deals with the work, the ambition, the strategy. He wants to reward for those efforts. Like he's like, I'm going to reward you with opportunities, with money, you know, all of that. If you like, feel satisfied. So you have um, kind of like the disciplinarian father, <laughs> like a lot, a lot like that. Um, so Saturn, you've got um, ruled by Virgo. So you've got Saturn and Virgo. And overall there, I feel like this is harmonious because Virgo is about a plan and Virgo's going to be hardworking. But I think there's also like just some little things where if they actually sat down that Saturn might be like, you know, great, like keep up the great, the good work, but um, watch out for getting into being overly critical because that can be, that can be something that happens for Vogue not, they can be overly critical. They can get kind of like overly critical of others, but of course, that's always also going to reflect upon themselves. So that, cause there is that perfectionism that can happen with Virgo. They can definitely fall into that and even like overworking. So it's like, you know, okay, going, having this step-by-step -step and, and maybe like two is allowing for some level of flexibility uh, inside of what the plan is, because sometimes Virgo tends to not be as flexible. So um, you may not really fall into that category, but that's just something to kind of be aware of. And, and I would say the other thing is like over-serving. Again, I don't see that mm -hmm. so much from the outside in you, but, um, but it's again, just kind of like, yeah, that over-serving. Um, Did you say being overly flexible? No, being, oh. being inflexible. Inflexible, okay, yeah. Yeah, 
that's, that's way more work. <laughs> um, and the other really big thing, and I, you know, again, looking from the outside, I think you've integrated some of this, but it might be something to really look at even more for yourself, which is uh, Virgo really, like if there's a bigger cause to serve, they're like, so I would say that definitely inside of this Virgo-Saturn relationship, Saturn is like, okay, Virgo, just make sure as you're going through the plan and you're, you're taking these steps that you stay connected to and you know what that bigger cause is that you're serving. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like what, where I'm at now with marketing and like creating a strategy instead of just throwing things out. <laughs> Nilly, like what what's the goal like what's the end goal for uh-huh. the people on the path uh-huh yeah which is awesome and it could and it could be you know like you know connecting it back to how you want to serve like because it's all about service for for virgo and um so that yeah like that end that end goal that bigger cause and it may even be that that somehow like if if you want to link it into um that there's actually some like actual service that feeds into meaning you know unpaid service or however you want to look at it like just something that you you give or gift um Mm -hmm. you know doesn't have to put you out in a lot of ways i think it's some but just kind of thinking about that could be um, in the bigger picture of mm-hmm. something that would really serve this relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, I am going to move into your your south node and your north node. And so your south node and your north node are opposite each other once again. And um, your south node relates to your natural abilities or your gifts, and your north node is your challenge, your destiny. It's it's your higher calling. Um, so I'm going to start with your south node, which you have in Aquarius. So you Aquarius shows up again for you, and um, so this is in fact like what you what you just sort of organically feel comfortable doing and. Um, may already be, even though in your sun sign, I said, okay, this isn't really what, when we look at your sun sign, it's not necessarily what people see right away. They may see, there's a little, probably a little more Aquarian flavor for you because it shows up in your south node. And um, again, this is that innovator, pioneer, that rebel, someone who's unconventional. And I mean, certainly just the emphasis of your business is unconventional, right? Like not about convention. Um, and a team player and you, you said that you bring in other, you like to bring in other people. So there's that team player aspect, um, there, and these are all like, these are strengths to be utilized. And then when I talk about your North node, we just kind of see where, we need to bring in the challenge of the North node to really elevate um, your higher calling and your destiny. 
Um, but there is that communal spirit, like I said, powerful change makers. Um, but sometimes like for somebody that has their self node in the, um, in Aquarius, there's potential for getting lost in the crowd. Like mm -hmm. there may be a little bit of like comfort zone there. I see the natural abilities too as like potentially being a comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, so your North node is opposite Aquarius. It's in Leo and Leo is definitely about being the solo star, um, adoring and being adored. So whereas like Virgo and Aquarius will like do and serve and have that aspect. They're not necessarily expecting something in return. Um, Leo is. <laughs> Leo's like, I will shower you with adoration and me, whatever, but like, I need a little love too. <laughs> I need it back. Um, and Leo is playful. It's inspired. It's, it's like, whereas Aquarius can be a little more, and Virgo for sure, can be a, a little less like emotional they're they're both well virgo's not an air sign virgo's a earth sign um but aquarius being the air sign they can be a little more like intellectual about things and aquarius deals with technology um as well leo is like about the heart leo's like self-expression uh like i said loving adoring uh creative um and I uh, like think of channeling your inner roar to reach more people. And like I said, like embracing the spotlight more with humility is part of the challenge um, mm -hmm. that's being brought forth by Leo. You know, so, and I put in that humility because it's not, you know, Aquarius is like, whoa, I'm not going to like just take the spotlight and be... <laughs> be like everything and you know it's not about the ego which is part of the shadow of of leo it is embracing that with humility mm -hmm. um so you know this the the north node challenge of leo is really about like releasing and this was interesting because you what you shared about like the boudoir photos and talking to your partner um mm -hmm. is part of this challenge is to release people pleasing mm -hmm. and the need to be liked and uh, certainly hiding in the group. I kind of mentioned that um, mm -hmm. an emotional detachment, um, maybe over intellectualizing, um, not showing your feelings. So this is something to like bring a little more of that like juice of the heart um, and even if you tend, I don't know if this is something, but like a rejection of the material or like sensual pleasures um, is, is something I would say like rejection of the material might be something to focus on releasing as you move into the challenge of this and embracing more like just unapologetic enthusiasm and self-expression. Um, leading by example, following your heart, luxury, embracing luxury, um, 
you know, tuning into your desires and sensuality. I think that's organically already a part of your business and who you are, but like maybe turning the notch, turning the dial up a bit on that. Mm -hmm. And, um, and really like spoiling yourself and others, like with open kind of that heart energy, like Leah loves to like just shower praise and adoration again, but like being able to then be ready for receiving it. And at the same time, of course, maybe not always pleasing everyone, which is going to be really hard to do if, <laughs> if you're shining more of that. So I don't know how that sits. Yeah, well, it's funny because I was just shut him. I shut him down. I was like, "Yeah, I don't think I want your opinion on what I should post or not right now. I don't know what I want to post yet. I'm still figuring that out, and I don't want anybody's opinion on it right now." <laughs> I'm like, "But do you like this one for us?" <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah, and that's you know, and that's part of you. Um, I think owning, like, owning your creative spotlight of of this north node is like what is my creative spotlight what is my uh self-expression the fullness of my self-expression and you know and i see like this relationship is like fully expressing the natural gifts of the aquarian unconventional you know innovator right like who's bringing some stuff forward, like using that to bring, you know, bring more illumination to these, um, I just think of like that innovative place, like a step ahead. Aquarius is more about like being a step ahead, like, oh yeah, let, this isn't working. Let's like, why don't we do it like this? And other people might be like, whoa, that's weird. That happens a lot. I'm often too, <laughs> too far ahead, so far ahead that I'm alone. I feel uh, like it happens to me a lot. Mm, right. I'm yeah. way ahead of everyone and I'm not alone. <laughs> totally. Well, you know, and part, okay, so that's interesting that you say that because a lot of times that's also like a Piscean thing of like, I'm so, I'm so like in the mystical world that I feel all by myself. Like where's my school of fish. Right. But, um, but that's again, like that kind of feeds into Pisces, like that sort of comes from Aquarius into Pisces. Like, um, and you know, and I think, I think the other thing is, is looking at the Aries, which we're going to talk even more about Aries in a second. Um, the, so Aries are great. I'm just kind of throwing this in there because it might support this process is like, so Aries, they're like great at generating ideas, but that sometimes they're, they're not good at like carrying the idea out like to the full expression. Okay. And that's not their strong suit. That's just not, they're the leader, they generate, they do, you know, okay. But then like, that's where um, making sure that there are those team members and these can also support you in not feeling so alone because hopefully they're aligned team members who support the, <laughs> the, um, 
tedious tasks of bringing those big ideas into fruition. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and I know you have a little bit of that in place. I don't know to what extent, but I think, yeah, when it comes to Aries, that's super helpful. Yeah. We had a team meeting the other day. It was the first time we've done like a team meeting for mm. And it was interesting. I don't know that I'm really going to get what I need from this particular group of people, but um, we'll see. It's experimental. For sure. For sure. And, you know, and that just may be part of the evolution that you're moving into of like, who's really aligned, you know, who's really aligned to like support this and um, creating kind of almost like a little collective, a little family in that inside of that. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's go into your 12th house because your 12th house is one, like, it's sort of like where we can look to hopefully weave everything together or create kind of a thread. Um, and your 12th house is ruled by Pisces for everybody. You know, that's the 12th house is ruled by Pisces. It has to deal with your um, limiting beliefs, your subconscious, your karmic debts. Um, we all, so it's, it's kind of like your karmic journey and what you're here to work through. And at the same time, when we look at it from the life path perspective, it's your working through this as you are helping your um, karmic client audience, you know, all of that work through that same thing, but like you're a step ahead, right? And you've, you know, I think you've probably heard other people talk about that, like, oh yeah, you're, you know, your ideal client or whatever there, you're ahead of them by a few years and think back. And, and this is, this is a similar concept. Your, um, your 12th house is ruled by Aries. So you've got more Aries happening here. And this is, this, what this means is that for you, your, your journey has been and will continue to be about working through some of this Arian uh, kind of maybe some, some of the shadows around Aries and what, what it represents while sim- simultaneously supporting the archetype. So they're an Aries archetype. It's not that they're all Aries or whatever. There's just like archetypal features that, that we'll look at. And you also have that the Aries as you're rising. So there's definitely in, from this perspective of like, okay, if they're an Aries archetype, then they're even more seeing a part of themselves in, in that rising sign inside of you you know, Mm -hmm. more so than somebody has a, who has that in two different signs. Mm -hmm. Um, so like when we look at this, okay, the, from some of those, uh, some of those karmic debts or, or shadows that may need to be worked through is like the self-worth, the self-confidence, um, the, the, um, identity, you know, like that actual, like, who am I kind of thing? They may struggle with that. Um, Self-love for sure. Who am I? Um, 
the trusting of self. And I think too, even like self-awareness, you know, and that comes, we come back to that Aries moon that you have where you're gifted at helping others really see themselves for who they really are is like cultivating some of that self-awareness as you've been on your journey, helping them cultivate more of that inside of themselves. Um, this is, you know, they're, they may also be leaders. So like your ideal client archetype, they're, they may be leaders, ambitious, independent. They have their big idea people, you know, like they have that fire in their belly. They're passionate about things. Um, and how you can, how you can do this for yourself is like, this is about you continuing to work through some of the shadows of Aries in order to manifest in your own way, um, but also infusing the shadow of Aries into like your marketing, you know? So it may be like, I don't know if you'd be like, hey, do you have a big ego? But <laughs> is that something you struggle with? But like some, you know, that that can be some of the shadow is like being a little more, a little overly kind of, egotistical, but there may lack some real depth behind that. Um, maybe they have anger issues. Um, and certainly any of the issues around the self that I shared. Um, and perhaps they also have that like big idea, but not always following through, you know, mm -hmm. sort of like starting little fires and then like running off. Um, so this is like, um, they, you know, I, and I, I feel a little bit like something again that you had said around your like Aquarian ideas kind of comes into Aries too, because they're super independent as is Aquarius, but they all like, I feel like Aries may also feel kind of alone because they may be like, okay, you know, I got there. I'm going to like, I'm going to lead, I'm going to forge forward. And then there is that moment of, huh, <laughs> like looking at, looking at the shadow again, which we look at Libra again, just like we did in the moon of like partnerships of compromise inside of, of partnerships. Mm -hmm. um, of, you know, maybe they don't feel beautiful and being able to start to move through that. Um, and again, that balance and softness, you know, some, some of that, but Libra is definitely about like partnerships and relationships and, and all that good stuff. So that may be something too, to put some emphasis on. I uh, know that you do work with both men and women, but there might be able to be like a thread of like starting to bring in that idea of like, okay, you know, we, we're working on the self and creating harmonious partnerships mm -hmm. inside of that. I mean, your work is organically sort of has that infused into it already. Mm-hmm but it may, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Harmonious relationships. Uh-huh. 
Uh-huh, exactly. Um, all right, I want to check in with you and just kind of see. <laughs> um, so let's see. I like that. That's an interesting idea to look at the shadow side of Aries and to somehow mm -hmm. weave that into um, some of my marketing or rebrand. Yeah, like speaking, you know, speaking to that, right? Yeah, and definitely there is like, while with the Leo North node, you know, it's like I definitely want that reciprocation. <laughs> and I get frustrated when I don't get it. Like when I put so much into a launch and I don't get anything back or I don't get what I want back. Um, that's hard for me. And, um, and then I think that there is sort of a, a fire boldness that has been missing in my marketing where it's just kind of like, Oh, I'm another person who's, you know, doing this sexuality coaching because there's a lot of them now. I and, know. um, you know, and, and so just in trying to like kind of set myself apart from others, there, there's definitely this overachiever in me who needs to get the doctorate and change the whole branding, <laughs> like write a book, <laughs> you know, do, right. do all the things that sort of, um, can help set me apart. But I don't know where I'm going with all this, but I'm just talking. <laughs> no, it's all good. I, um, you know, and I, what I would say is yes. Kind of, and even beyond like what we've talked about today, you might like actually just like investigate a little bit about like what's, what are some of the shadows of Aries and yeah. like, look it up, you know, just like Google yeah. that and read different things and then start to infuse that. And I think, I think this, you know, you have the Aquarius gifts of your son as well as your as well as your south node so i do think that you can like that in and of itself like certainly just like sexuality coaching is already you know kind of like a innovative or like a little bit of like shock value there but um but you can i you know you can bring that forward more like have a little bit more of like a Mm, okay, we're like a little bit more of that rebelliousness to, mm -hmm. um, to what you bring forth and like have it be seen, you know, like have it be seen, have it be visible from that Leo perspective, which is great. You know, you've got photos potentially if you, if you end up using those, but, um, some of them. just how far to go with them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Double of them. Well, here's going back to the, the um, Saturn in Virgo thing. Mm -hmm. What I would encourage you to do around that is really let yourself, as you move forward with your plan mm -hmm. and towards that, high, that bigger cause, all of that, that you um, definitely check in and listen to keep telling yourself, like, listen to your inner voice around things. Okay. Like just trying to clear away the noise and the, the need to like, maybe people please or be liked. And then just like, listen to that inner voice. Cause that's something too, that Virgo can sometimes struggle with and, uh, being a little more intellectual about that. 
So just from that standpoint of Saturn and. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's really like, it's about, um, well, infusing more fire in a, in a way that my inner voice is like, okay, that's, that's a good amount of fire for now. I can mm-hmm. go with that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, um, yeah, just, uh, taking it one step at a time without getting overwhelmed. <laughs> for, for sure. Oh my gosh. Exactly. And, and just, yeah. And just exa- like, and that's the other thing with Saturn. It's just like one, just like one step at a time, you know, it's like, yeah, he's interested in the plan, but he doesn't need to have it done by tomorrow. <laughs> it's like, you know, just having that sort of regularity of action. And I will, and I'll mention again too, I think for you, as far as how to embrace more of this North node challenge is, is like more self-express, like more like authentic self-expression inside of your brand mm-hmm. could be. And I, you know, I, Again, like I know you, I wouldn't say that you're not self-expressed, but I think with this Leo North node, that could, it could go up. Like, like having a bit of that enthusiastic, like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, bringing more of that, like, okay, I'm going to stand in the spotlight as a leader, as your leader. Yeah. 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 So that you can see that you can trust, that I can hold that space, that you can trust me. For sure. You know, it's like that there's like, I want to do it also tactfully and like bringing both sexuality and medicine together and, you know, the doctorate and having that sort of persona of the doctor without going too far into like the the whore and meanwhile i'm doing this sexual shadow seven week course so anyway i'm definitely in the soup of all of it yeah 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 well and and that's um yeah just let yourself again kind of maybe look at all the pieces of the puzzle and be like okay again what's kind of what's my inner voice Mm-hmm. You know, what's my inner voice saying about this? Yeah. Because there's so much, yeah, there's so much there. There's so much wisdom. Um, and um, I was thinking like, if there's anything else I want to share about this. No, I think we covered, uh, I can mention, I'll just mention something about Chiron. Mm-hmm. which is um, this is, this is like Chiron is a wounded healer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's essentially like what we're here, the wound we can come into this world with and what we're here to heal inside of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And also what, when we address that and heal work towards healing it inside of ourselves, it becomes our superpower, our healing superpower. Um, and you have this, in um, Chiron's in Taurus and it's in the first house. And so 
Taurus is an earth sign. First house is more Aryan energy. So this is again, a lot about like appearance and body shape and body dysmorphia, even like obsessing about the self and the appearance. And this is some of the Taurian, like, you know, Taurians, Taurus is also ruled by Venus. So there's like that beauty aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and value and self-worth. So this may be just a little, a little twist, a little, additional thread to weave into that area and already like because it's in the first house that self self part of like this is very well what you can infuse into this archetype of like they may have like really big issues with the body shape obsessing about the self their appearance their value their self-worth so just kind of throwing that into the mix yeah yeah definitely and that they really might feel uh, comfortable and start to, yeah, like I said, it's like superpower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think that that, I think, you know, that's a, that's definitely um, an important piece for sure. Healing, you know, and, and even remembering that there's, there's always more to do. Like there's always something about my body that I'm like, Oh, I wish that was different. Mm-hmm. and so um and just not necessarily to change it or make it bad or better but just to see it and 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 put that out that everyone has that you know yeah yeah exactly and be able to just at least acknowledge it inside yourself and like you are very capable of doing the work to like heal that right it's just like Mm -hmm. that continued acknowledgement and the reflection of like okay, this is also something that I am healing in others. So like, um, yeah. yeah and I, no, go ahead. Good to, to just remember about um, pointing back to body stuff in marketing because I tend to just get into like emotional and spiritual. Yep. And yep. When, I, when I go to body, I go to hormones, you know, so... Mm-hmm. But there's this whole relationship that people have to their bodies that I've been there. I've been through it all with it. So no, Willow, that is, that's huge. Like that little piece I think is really big, that physicality, because you've got Aries rising, you have Aries in the 12th house. That is something like, not that it can't be some of the more emotional, whatever, but like, leading more with that physicality mm-hmm. is really what what that's about okay and like you said like you've been through it and so that's you being you know a few steps ahead of the game yes, steps right. ahead of them and remembering that it's it's easy to forget you, I, I mean I can speak from personal experience like it's easy to forget like mm-hmm. oh my god you know I was there mm-hmm. Um, because you are where you are and you're just like, well now, uh, you know, right. And that just- definitely I, I'm sometimes I'm like, Oh, it's hard for me to relate to even being back there. Cause I feel like it was a long time ago, Yeah, you know? but that's part of why I'm doing the shadow work too, just to like go through another round and be like, Oh, I still mm-hmm. have this and I still have that. And so I can relate to people better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like always being in the light, you know, so that's my place I go to now. Right, right. Totally. 
Yeah. Do you feel like, um, do you feel like you had, you know, some insight and aha um, from the session? Yeah, I definitely feel like I have some interesting things to weave in as I'm rebranding, which is exciting hmm. for me because I am really excited to get this rebranding done. Um, and then, and then, yeah, just, you know, being kinder to myself around some of the moon stuff where it's, you know, um, you know, it's just, that's the tendency. That's what I, that's how, you know, that's how it was when I came in. And so that's sort of, sort of there. So to not be so, I guess, critical. Mm-hmm. Yep. Totally. Um, and then like, as far as moving forward, like, do you feel like you have some concrete action steps that you want to take from this? Yeah, I do. I think I'll do a little bit more reading up on those shadow elements of the Aries, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, bring that body image stuff more front and forward. Um, and I think I have a lot of notes here. So. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get the recording too which will be cool so you can yeah yeah and I'm, I'm pretty good about listening to my inner voice for sure especially mm -hmm. a lot better since last year reclaiming sovereignty at a whole new level mm, yeah, it is yeah. Always, I still always like want to get you know opinions and feedback but I, I like to not get opinions and feedback until I'm ready until I'm <laughs> how's this, you know, this is what I'm thinking. And then if somebody's like, oh, that's too much or that's not enough, then I can still hold what I am thinking is right for me, but take their um, sort of layer into consideration. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. Good. That's a good, yeah, that's like a good kind of healthy, I think, way to do it. Um, ideally so awesome. yeah thank you yeah you're so welcome yeah I really um I'm really glad we got to connect and I just so appreciate you sharing and like you know walking the path that you're walking and <laughs> thank you honey you too um, yeah all right well lots of love to you and we'll connect again soon okay I'll talk to you soon all right bye-bye mm -hmm.